This is the Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I got to give the Boston Globe credit this morning. I don't do that very often. Uh, I don't remember the last time I did that, but they are holding out, man. They're the last holdout, as far as I can tell. I just checked the Washington Post. They have a story, one story, with two, two people on the byline. The New York Times has a story about this, the biggest scandal in American political history, buried way, way down on their website. The Boston Globe does not have a word about this, and it's amazing. That takes real discipline to to avoid the biggest story in the country right now, a story that features everything. Here's how it used to work. I'm old enough to remember where even the Boston Globe, New York Times, ABC, they would, would cover things. They did actual journalism, not every day, not all the time. They were, they've always been biased, but this is insane what we're living through. Consider what this story now includes. It includes, obviously, with, with Hunter, you got drugs, you got sex, you got underage hookers, you have a sex club from which Hunter was booted out for being a scumbag, according to the owner. You have gifts from... Chinese Communist Party officials to the family of the sitting president, including a diamond and a Porsche. You have bribes, obviously, lots and lots of bribes. You have threats from the president's son that the president will take action, and the president is sitting with him when he's making the threats. If there were uh, fair, honest journalists in this country, if there were a real media, this would be the biggest story we've ever seen, and they would be covering it from all angles. They couldn't get enough of it. This used to be why you won Pulitzers. <laughs> this used to be how you made your name in journalism. But they've become so corrupted. They're, so, they're just so in the tank, so dishonest, that they are trying to ignore this. They're trying to look the other way. But boy, are the Bidens making it difficult for them. If you weren't paying attention yesterday, it was a nice early summer day. If you were doing other things, just a quick update. We got word from two whistleblowers that the Biden family, the Biden DOJ, the Biden U.S. Uh, the, the U.S. attorney, they pressured the U.S. attorney, the Trump appointed U.S. attorney to not do his job. I can't even come up with anything that they aren't guilty of. There is nothing on the level it's got to this point. Here's what, here's what happened yesterday. And we'll get to the submersible and the, uh, and the poor, poor distraught stepson of the billionaire who perished on the, permis- on the, on the little submarine. Uh, he's, he's, he's about to inherit, you know, a billion dollars. So he's going to have a good time, man. Brian Saz is his name. It, uh, we find out that the submersible imploded uh, you know, minutes after it uh, got down to the bottom of the ocean, 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic, the thing imploded and everybody died. That was Sunday morning. They knew they died. They knew it was over. The Navy knew. And they withheld that information. And we all sat gripped to the latest uh, on the submersible for four days. And <laughs> immediately the reaction was, this is a cover-up. This is a way to distract everybody for the real, from the real big scandal in um, unfolding in Washington, D.C. Now, my initial reaction was, that's nuts. That can't be. But why not? <laughs> they've, they've done everything else they could possibly do to cover up the crimes of the Biden family, of the Biden Department of Justice. Why not? I know Ironhead's buying it, right? You're a big conspiracy theory. Well, think you about think, think about that. all the things that happened this week. Schiff, yeah. Hunter twice, everything during the sub missing. Makes yes, sense. and I, I've been watching cable news and CNN is going wall to wall with uh, Submersible. They're still doing it this morning, all right? It's over. All we talked about, all we watched, all we followed for the last four days was was. It wasn't real. They knew they were dead. And to be honest with you, that was good news because as we talked about yesterday, right. I kept couldn't get the image out of my mind of this poor 19-year-old kid on the submersible running out of air in the dark at the bottom of the ocean. I couldn't imagine a worse, worse death. 
looking across at his father who made him go on this stupid trip, looking across at the guy, the founder of the company who convinced them to go down in this rickety piece of crap and, and, and meet their, their demise. So now we know it was probably fairly painless. They were going down, they were gone down at the level of the, uh, of the Titanic off the bow of the Titanic and it blew up or it imploded and they died instantly. And the U S Navy knew it. It's hard to believe when you think of all the press conferences we watched from Boston with the coast guard, with the Navy, with the, and up in Newfoundland with the Canadians and talking about it every day and holding out hope and thoughts and prayers when they fact, when in fact they knew the whole time, why did they drag us? Why did they drag us through this? What's the motivation? I'm not buying into the theory that Biden put in a phone call and said, let's keep this thing in the news. My son's in trouble, but uh, it's, we've reached a point in this country. There's just been so many scandals over the last three years, four or five years from Russia, the Russia hoax to the Fauci lying every day to Adam Schiff, you name it to two fake impeachments where you, you wonder, you just wonder just what, what would, what would they not do to protect the Bidens? The report from these two whistleblowers is absolutely mind blowing. It is absolutely the biggest scandal you've ever heard or read about. They, I mean, just to, just to uh, focus on one thing, they were about to search the guest house at the Biden compound in Delaware. The assistant U.S. attorney, this Leslie Wolf person, who I believe has not been frog marched out of the office in handcuffs and leg irons yet. I'm not sure why. She said, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Then when they got the go ahead, the green light to search the uh, storage container that supposedly had lots of evidence. She called the Hunter Biden's lawyers and tipped them off so they could go there and remove all evidence. This is the same department of justice that raided Mar-a-Lago last August uh, (laughs) to get classified documents. They're tipping off the Biden's. It's so black and white. It's so clear. It's so easy to understand that it is impossible. This is the bad news. This is more of the bad news for Joe Biden. It's almost impossible to ignore it. If you consider yourself a news outlet, obviously the Boston Globe doesn't qualify. It is a joke. That's why you never hear about it on in you know national affairs. The, the Globe is just a plaything for John Henry's uh, young bride. And uh, she has a good time and, you know, writes about whatever abortion every day. That's across the top of the front page because, you know, it was a year ago that Roe v. Wade was appealed. So they could focus on that and ignore this scandal. Well, we're not ignoring it, Ironhead. I'm not sure how anybody could. It is breathtaking. Here's, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I, I'd love to focus on the Porsche and the diamond. How would you s- explain that? If you were a, just say you're a big Biden surrogate, you're Claire McCaskill on MSNBC, or you're Joe Scarborough, or Jonathan Carl, the list goes on. Andrea Mitchell, Chuck Todd, Jake Tapper. And you see that not only did Hunter Biden receive a Porsche and a diamond, an $80,000 diamond from his uh, Chinese benefactor who was affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party um, and didn't pay taxes. How would you explain that? Go ahead. Pretend, Ironhead. Pretend you're, uh, you're, you're, John, you're, you're Joe Scarborough and uh, you can reach over, you know, rub the leg of your co-host that, you know, you, you were both married when you started working together and now you're both now you're together. You're happily in love. Mm-hmm. Now, that was never a scandal. I'm not sure why. But what does Joe say when he reads he took a diamond and a Porsche from the Chinese Communist Party uh, did and you, didn't pay taxes? Did you know that Donald Trump sexually assaulted people? <laughs> that is good answer. That is exactly what they say. That's one I, I was watching for a while this morning. MSNBC is focused on uh, Trump which is all they ever do. They have a panel of 72 people all saying the same thing, all saying Trump is a threat to democracy. And CNN has Anderson Cooper with James Cameron talking about how uh, everybody should have known before they got on that that flimsy little submersible. Uh, Anderson, it's over. We're done. We're moving on. It's sad. It's tragic. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to go down in ocean gates 
little rickety subs anymore. So uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, actually. I don't think you can drag that story through the weekend. You might have to check this out. Well, we got everything here. We got uh, Jason Smith, the congressman from Missouri, leading this investigation with two whistleblowers. One of them goes on the record. The other is anonymous, outlining the most incredible uh, corruption you have ever heard. I mean, they just would not allow the uh, U.S. attorney to do his job. They would not allow the prosecution of Hunter Biden, who is just the worst piece of garbage uh, that we've ever seen in a political family. We got an update on the sex club, some more details of why Hunter Biden got kicked out of this sex club in one day. And by the way, on top of everything else, he deducted the fee he had to pay. I believe it was $10,000 for one day. It's 75000 a year. So he had to pay 10000 up front. And then he got booted out after a day for acting like a scumbag, said the owner, and deducted the money on his taxes. I'm telling you, you know what? You know, we really need a leader, a president who, who forces rich people to pay their fair share. Wouldn't that be nice if we had a president who uh, advanced an agenda that focused on rich people who just don't pay their taxes? Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. He's doing the comedy rule anymore. Pay your yeah, of course he can. He can say he lowered the deficit one point seven trillion dollars. He can say anything he wants. He doesn't care. But here's a quick uh, a quick uh, synopsis of the tax evasion that this that this family uh, participated in. Hunter and his company. Hunter and his cohorts, and we know that Tony Bobolinsky's explained the scam over and over. Nobody wants to listen. We know they've uh, they've subpoenaed Devin Archer, his partner. So they got details, and they got they got all the uh, all the numbers, all the details from the IRS whistleblowers. He and his company made seventeen point three million dollars in five years. Hunter himself made eight point three million dollars uh, in deals with Russia, China, and Romania. The Chinese deal included 600 in cash, a diamond, and a Porsche worth $140,000 from China. Paid taxes on none of it. He owes, I believe it's two point something million in taxes. Didn't pay it. They slow walked it so that the um, statute of limitations could run out. And then, obviously, they would not allow the investigators to do their job at the IRS because it involved the Biden's. They were told by this assistant U.S. attorney to stay away from Joe Biden, to not search his guest house to when they and again, when they were going to search the uh, the storage unit. She told them she told them they're coming. How is this not a crime? How is this? How are there not arrests today? I guess there's no one to arrest them. They're all so sadly in the tank. But we'll get to the biggest bombshell of them all. Obviously, this is impeachable in so many levels. Obviously, it's, as many people have pointed out, it's worse than anything Donald Trump did. By the way, the, the House is going to expunge, vote to expunge Trump's impeachments and the media is going nuts. They should. I mean, they're obviously, they were both phony. The first one, he was impeached for making a phone call telling, asking Zelensky to look into the corruption at Burisma that involved the Bidens. That's what he did. They said it was a way to uh, stop his political opponent. No, it was a way to, I don't know, look into the corruption at his son's company in Ukraine. How is that not appropriate? In fact, it's not even appropriate. It's required. Trump has to do that if he knows there's corruption, and clearly there is. So obviously that should be expunged. And the second one was even more ridiculous. Uh, after he was out of office, uh, impeaching him for telling people to go to the Capitol and patriotic and peacefully protest. That, that's what uh, he was impeached for the second time. Obviously he was acquitted both times, and it's just symbolic. But they should do it because the first one is just so absurd. He wanted them to look into the corruption involving Hunter and Joe and Burisma. We now know the founder of Burisma 
the owner of Burisma paid $5 million to Joe and $5 million to Hunter. Why wouldn't you want to look into that? That's called uh, law enforcement. That's called doing your job. But we got so much to get to on this. And we got, I would say, the latest on the submersible. But uh, we got, there's, there's not much more to report. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say the uh, Ocean Gate. I don't, I don't like the, the, the prospects of their business going forward. I don't think too many tourists are lining up to uh, jump in a submersible run by Ocean Gate. And uh, maybe that was the last thought of the five people, of the four people with the, along with the farm. Maybe the last thought was, what the hell was I thinking? I think the, I think the world's richest women's list just changed a bit though, like four different ways. True. And, and, and God knows what Brian Saz, he's the stepson of the uh, British billionaire who uh, was at a blink 182 concert the night his father disappeared. And the next day was flirting with an OnlyFans model while we, while the, the world was praying that his father was alive. His father's no longer alive, but man, is he going to have a good time with his inheritance? Um, We got uh, big news, good news out of the NHL and the NHL. They're not going to make the guys wear the ribbon anymore. It feels like the pendulum is swinging. People are tired, tired of this. Oh, by the way, I was in a uh, grocery store yesterday, Uh, Bud Light, a, a 30 pack, $10. Ten dollars, Bud Light thirty pack. That's thirty three cents a can. <laughs> That's thirty three cents a beer in twenty twenty three. You know what? It's hard to be principled and cheap. You know, you really have a conflict there. If you're principled conservative and you're really cheap, what do you do? <laughs> thirty three cents a can for Bud Light on a nice summer weekend. I don't know. You know what? Someone should invent a way to peel the label off so you could get it. <laughs> I guess you could put that koozie on. Yeah, yeah, make it look like a Coke. The display, I got a picture, I'll tweet it out. The display was massive. Like there hasn't been one case. It's a 30 pack for 10 bucks. It's 25 bucks and a $15 rebate, 10 bucks for a 30 pack. And nobody was buying it. I was watching, you know, people were coming and going. So I'm looking around, seeing if anyone wants to be seen, caught, putting a case of Bud Light in their cart. No, they aren't. It's it's the greatest boycott ever. And I think the pressure from the NHL fans had an effect. We can get to that. And uh, interesting conversation between uh, Serena Williams and David Letterman. Kind of let you kind of a glimpse at the way things used to be and how we've gone off the rails and, and just lost all of our common sense in the last 20 years. We'll get to that. And uh, Joe Biden, this is not a gaff, a spoken gaff, but one of the funniest uh, visual gaffs. I'm telling you, you cannot watch this without laughing out loud. It's, it's Joe with the uh, prime minister of uh, India, whose name I'm sure he butchered. Did he call him like the queen or something? And he must've, you can't even keep it straight, but Oh, Oh, Oh. And we got uh, some luminaries at last night's state dinner for the, for the uh, prime minister of India. Hunter Biden in his tux showed up at the state dinner. That is a middle finger to the face of America. That is a guy who knows in his heart he is never, ever going to jail. That is a man who knows he's got protection in the highest levels of the federal government. He and Merrick Garland were both there. And you know what? People say Hunter is uh, sober and clean and clean. No way. You see him at these things. He looks sloppy, sweaty. There's no way in hell, Hunter. I mean, why would he? But he doesn't pay any price for anything. So you just keep doing what you're doing. We'll get to that and lots more. But first. Excuse me. Are you at war with your skin? An unbearable itch causing uncontrollable scratching that damages your skin even more? With drug-free topical Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch. Imagine jumping in the pool or simply washing your hands without that prickly sting of needles. Even better when it's your baby that you can finally sleep through the night. Enjoy every aspect of life again with Eximate. Feel comfortable with your skin, no matter where the itch or why. With a 100% drug-free, doctor-developed Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Go to stopitchnow.com. That's stopitchnow.com. Or call 800-854-1262. 
All right, where to begin? We should uh, start with this guy, Jason Smith, congressman, kind of dorky looking congressman from Missouri, but it helped that he was dorky and he kind of looked nerdy and he's got the glasses and he's got kind of a weird voice and he just sounds smart. You know, one of those kind of nerds and he lays it out and you listen to this and you go, what the hell is going on? Why aren't there you know, federal agents swarming Biden's various mansions after this, this revelation? But basically you can't hide. You can't run anymore. They got the, the, the president and his son and his family, the president who's constantly saying the rich don't pay their fair share. They got to pay more in taxes, just avoiding evading taxes at every level, every year. It went on for years, for years. And I think most people know someone, I certainly do, who paid a heavy price for tax evasion, failure to pay taxes on time. People go to jail for that. And, and they go to jail uh, for this when it's not even close to the scale uh, it is with Hunter and Joe Biden. They have made millions and avoided paying taxes on that alone. Forget the FARA violations, the failure to register as a foreign agent, which he clearly did, and the guns and the drugs and the sex, sex club. That he did. Forget all that. Just on tax evasion, he should be doing you know, 10 years in federal prison. It's so brazen. But let's listen to this nerd a little bit, sum it up, <laughs> and then we'll get to more of the details and the explosive bombshell text that Hunter and Joe sent to their Chinese benefactor. But go ahead. Whistleblowers claim the Biden Department of Justice is intervening and overstepping when it comes to the investigation of the president's son. Despite what whistleblowers described as a clear-cut case for tax liability on these payments, IRS investigators say they found themselves hamstrung internally. The testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence recurring unjustified delays, unusual actions outside the normal course of any investigation, a lack of transparency across the investigation and prosecution teams, and bullying and threats from the defense counsel. This was a campaign of delay, divulge, and deny. Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation including an authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands payment from Chinese officials, noting that his father is in the room. The whistleblowers that, revealed that right IRS Let, investigators. Let's get, let's get to that. This, this should be all you need. And I understand, again, the media is so corrupt and so dishonest. But if you were just sitting there, here's what you do when you're a reporter. You get up in the morning and you're, you're watching TV, you're online, you're looking for a good story. That should be your instinct. It doesn't get any better than this. This, this is a message from Hunter Biden to a Chinese uh, businessman connected to the Chinese Commerce Party, Henry Zhao. I think he calls him Z. He'd already paid Hunter at least $100,000, but Hunter wanted more. Yeah, there's HZ, Henry Zhao. Uh, he is texting him because apparently the next payment to, for uh, influence peddling, the next payment for, for uh, uh, connection to, to Joe or to, for a diamond or for I mean, what I don't, I don't even know what the payment's for, but clearly with Joe, it's for access to Joe Biden. And that became more clear here than it ever has. He texts Henry Zhao, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. I immediately, you know, if you're working for a major network, you say, Oh, this could, he could have just made it up just a threat. So the uh, Washington, let me see who reported this first. Uh, yeah. That's the Washington free beacon. 
which you should be following and reading if you're not. They did a little research and found out that Hunter was indeed at, with his father in Wilmington, Delaware, on the day he sent this text. Hunter, uh, Hunter had a photograph of himself in the Corvette with two women. The women's faces, or they could be young girls with Hunter, the faces are blurred, but Hunter's in the Corvette, staying in Delaware with his father this weekend. So uh, if you're in front of a jury, that's proof that he was telling the truth, that his father was there. His father was vice president. His father, who has claimed he has no knowledge of Hunter's business dealings and no connection at all, was sitting there as a threat to this guy to pay up, to send more money to this scummy family. The Free Beacon writes, photographs of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop place him at his father's Wilmington, Delaware residence on the day he invoked Joe Biden's name in a text message threatening his Chinese business partner to come down on him with their full weight if the business partner didn't fulfill his commitment. It was sent on June 30th, 2017 to Henry Zhao, who was working with the energy conglomerate CEFC, which is linked to Chinese military intelligence. Hunter said he was sitting next to his father and he would uh, like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. This is a threat. This is Hunter Biden threatening his Communist Party affiliated uh, partner in China. What more do you need? That is the most damning evidence I've ever seen against the sitting president. That is worse than anything they had on Trump. Worse. That's worse than Watergate. Yes, it is. That is worse than Watergate. And it's not even close. Um, we got, we got, you know what? I want to get to the, uh, to the media's reaction. Cause I don't know. I just enjoy it. I love it. But this was uh, reported by the New York post this morning that Hunter Biden among his other, other ways. Uh, let me get to it. The, uh, that Hunter, uh, used the deducted the fee for the sex club. They got an update by the way, from the owner, uh, the former owner. He's uh, he's been kicked out of his own establishment for telling the truth about Hunter because you're not supposed to do that. Confidentiality is key. Oh, by the way, they added a name to this. I told you yesterday, Bill Maher was a member. Check this out. Uh, have you seen the siren head? Another member of the, the kinky club sanctum. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. That wouldn't be bad if she's all dressed up like the gimp. I mean, interesting. Uh, she's one that has uh, she has she has candles that smell like her her privates. Allegedly. Right, right. She's a total weirdo, but yeah. uh, I like her. She's my co-star. Did, you have, did I ever tell you that story? Yeah, no. She's my co-star in uh, Shallow Hell. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, it's a great story. I should tell it. How much time we got here? I don't want to go to. Um, I was uh, I was a lounge lizard. That was literally my in the credits. That was my role, lounge lizard. <laughs> I had a leather jacket with a collar open and a chain, and I was just supposed to hang around the bar scene when Gwyneth Paltrow waltzes Walda, waddles in. She was in the fat suit, so we're in the trailer. John Dennis, my old partner, and I were getting ready. He was a maitre d at the restaurant. I was a lounge lizard, but we're waiting for our scene, and we're sitting. In the trailer, and it's a hockey game on. Bobby Fairley was in the, he's a big hockey fan, so I forget what hockey game it was. And we're sitting there just waiting, hanging out, and the door opens, and this massive woman comes in the trailer and just walks back and plops down right next to me. And I look over, and it's freaking Gwyneth Paltrow. And we just hung out for like an hour. I told her I loved Shakespeare in Love, and uh, which, you know, I didn't really, but I was just trying to be friendly. <laughs> and I, I look over at Dino and I say, he hated it. <laughs> and he's like, you ask. Uh, but she was very nice, chatted up. She was very uncomfortable in this fat suit. And then eventually we get the call and I'm like helping her up out of her seat because <laughs> she had that massive fat suit on. And then when I go in the bar, my job was to look at her like, oh my God, look how fat that woman is. That was, give her that kind of look with a drink in my hand. That was it. But she was very nice. So I like her. And uh, even though she's a weirdo and a member, not, that doesn't make her a bad person. I get member of Sanctum. Uh, but here's the latest. Hunter Biden got kicked out of a private sex club for quote, grabbing women's asses and acting like a spoiled child, the founder exclusively told the New York Post. The president's troubled son is a, quote, really bad guy, not a good person. He's just not, said Damon Lawner, 
who founded the club Sanctum, uh, where members pay $75,000 a year. Hunter's $10,000 payment led Lawner uh, to receiving an IRS subpoena. So the IRS subpoenaed the club. I'm sure this, this evil woman there, Leslie Wolf, put the kibosh on that but uh, or, or dragged it out. But they subpoenaed the club, found out that he paid them $10,000 and deducted it on his taxes. But he said he was just out of control. They said the IRS criminal division came to him, asked him about bookkeeping and records. He decided to disclose Biden's sex club membership after Biden was given a virtual slap on the wrist Tuesday for income income tax and gun charges after a five-year investigation. I tell you what, the the idea that uh, you know that, that this is over with. You know, they said Biden's lawyers said it's over. We're done. That's that's out. They can, the judge can throw out the deal and tell him to do it over again because it is such a joke that Hunter Biden's getting probation for two tax evasion charges and a gun charge when so many others, black people, Hispanic, poor white people are doing hard time for the same crimes. The judge is not going to do that. He's going to accept this deal. He's going to get the slap on the wrist and he's going to continue to go to state dinners. But I tell you what's going to get really hard. The media trying to circle the wagons. They've It's reached the point where they really, where do you go with this? I mean, they keep saying the U.S. attorney is a Trump appointee. Uh, so what? He was also a U.S. attorney under Obama. He was endorsed by both senators in Delaware who were both Democrats. Trump didn't know. He didn't know the guy. He never met the guy. He just went along. Oh, you like him? Okay. It's a U.S. attorney in Delaware. It's like three people in his office. He didn't care. Trump, Trump didn't care uh, about the guy. Be, you know, didn't care that he was a, it was a Democrat or a Biden supporter. That's irrelevant right now. I mean, I, I think there's a pretty good case for uh, obstruction on the part of a number of these people, including this uh, assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf, who did her best to protect the big guy. But I was curious, where do you go with this? If you're a member of the media and you're a Biden stooge, how do you handle this? I mean, you have to cover it. As I said, the New York Times had one story. Washington Post had one story. They'll, they'll be forced on the networks on the Sunday shows to touch it and uh, to, you know, to touch on it, not spend a lot of time because, you know, Trump will say something. Oh, by the way, Trump had the dumbest <laughs> uh, post on True Social talking about why he calls, why he makes fun of his opponents. See if you can get that. It's so silly. He, he has this thing for calling Asa Hutchinson Ada. And he just says, I do it for reasons that I can't tell you. And I go, what? What does that even mean? Ada Hutchinson and sloppy Chris Christie. He talks about why he mocks and ridicules his opponents. It's really weird. But anyway. I'm wondering, where do you go for this? If you are a shameless stooge, just a lick spittle for the administration, how do you defend this? I know your first instinct to, is to ignore it, but where do you go when you hear just how corrupt this family is, just how much money they've raked in, how little they've paid in taxes, how arrogant they are. Hunter Biden going to the state dinner is kind of like him going to Ireland. It's a middle finger to the world saying, we got the power. You can't stop us. There's nothing you can do. That was the message they sent last night when Hunter showed up uh, all sweaty and sloppy at the state dinner. But I looked for the, my favorite. There's a whole bunch of examples of this, of, of them trying to say, you know, Hunter, you know, for, the first thing is to say there's no connection to Joe. That's out the window. The second thing is Hunter's just a poor addict struggling, you know, Every family has an addict, an alcoholic, and the poor guy have some sympathy. I guess they're going to run with that. But are you really going to engender sympathy for a guy who is getting kicked out of sex clubs, who's banging his brother's widow, who's in on video, in photographs with underage hookers? Let's do, do, do Claire McCaskill first. We'll do this. This is my favorite defense. This is what it takes to have a role on MSNBC or CNN today. You have to just throw away any shred of dignity you have. You just have to be a absolute cartoon character. That's what this former Senator Claire McCaskill, who is a regular, she's on MSNBC all the time. She says pretty much the same thing. They all say 
but talk about an embarrassment to her, to her community, to her family, to her profession. I mean, it's just, you just can't do this job and maintain the slightest bit of dignity. And she doesn't. God, this is humiliating. Listen to Claire McCaskill defend the Biden crime family. Go ahead. Cynical bet that nobody, nobody views this as a normal family. Nobody knows that the Bidens have de- dealt with loss and pain. What, what do you make of the fact that, that, to David Jolly's point, that they should take this loss and move on, find another political weapon to wield? I don't know what America they live in, um, and I don't know how they sleep at night. Uh, you know, alcoholism and addiction are probably the most pervasive diseases in America. I don't know of one family that hasn't been touched by the pain of these diseases. And it's particularly painful when you have someone you love unconditionally that is suffering from these diseases. I think Joe Biden has shown a wonderful role model to the country about unconditional love. What, what do these jerks in the house want Joe Biden to do? Throw him out, refuse to speak to him, say he doesn't love him publicly. Do they not understand this disease and how it works? Hunter Biden has gone through recovery under the brightest lights imaginable. And recovery is not easy for anybody. He's being held accountable for bad judgments he made. And he should be. But the point is that he now has to stay sober in order to avoid a felony. And he has been treated as he should under the law. But everyone should understand here that this man, this has paid a very high price for his addiction in the public arena. And by the way, everybody needs to back off Joe Biden about this. He loves his son. Back off. It is okay for him to love his son. And there's nothing wrong with it. They have no evidence of any kind of wrongdoing by Joe Biden. And it infuriates me that they're using this heartbreak against Joe Biden in this way. It's just not right. That is an actual adult in in America today. That is an actual political analyst on on a cable TV network. That is remarkable that those words came out of him. The poor guy's an addict and he had to, he had to get sober in the public eye. <laughs> I guess she didn't read the laptop from hell or see any of the videos. He was in rehab, by the way. And as we saw that video when he was in the tub in rehab, which I believe was in Massachusetts in one of these rehab pools and he's naked, he's got a crack pipe and a white claw and he's videotaping himself in rehab. So yeah, he really had to get clean and sober in the public eye. Everything he's done, he put on video, which I can't get past this thought. If he didn't dump off the laptop and forget about it, they would have gotten away with all this. This, Mm. I mean, we wouldn't have known 90% of this. Thank God he's a drugged out moron who forgot the laptop and we got to see the whole world got to see just how corrupt his father is, but can you believe a person said that on the air that Joe Biden loves his son? No, he doesn't. If he loved his son, he wouldn't be sending him overseas as his bag man while the guy is uh, cracked out, zonked out on drugs. That's when he was in, as he wrote about, that's when he was totally on these binges, these two week binges on crack and, and drunk and he's sending him to China and Romania and Ukraine to collect cash for the family. When you use your drug addicted son that way, no, I'm sorry, you don't love him. And you don't love your daughter when you shower with her either. But all right. Uh, hey, everybody, let's all take a shower. Yeah, the, the funniest visual. I will describe it if you're just uh, watching on audio. Uh, and we'll get to that Trump sound too, which is weird. Maybe you're, you're my. Uh, you speak Trump better than I do, Ironhead. Maybe you can interpret this one for me. Let's do. Let's do Joe. Do I have to? Uh, yes. Let's, yeah. You want me to uh, do a break? All right. We'll we'll get to our next sponsor. Then we'll we'll uh, play the latest Trump audio from Truth, which is really weird. Trump should just be talking about Biden right now. Forget the sanctimonious and forget sloppy Chris Christie. Talk about Biden. You got a big lead in the polls. Focus on the 
crook in the White House. Talk about a slam dunk. I've handed you this. Just read the read the whistleblower's report. Read the text from Hunter to his Chinese pal. Do that, Donald. That's the focus on him and say, you, we have the most corrupt man who ever sit in the Oval Office. Do that. That's my suggestion. But we'll show you the uh, the Biden video. It's hilarious. And we'll get to Serena Williams talking about, you know, the difference between men and women. But it was long ago, you know, back when men were better than women in sports. Now, you just, there's really no difference. They're all the same. We'll tell you about the uh, encouraging new uh, development, new rule in the NHL. I love this. Excuse me. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 350,000 already sold, you know it works. Any smell will vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you real money. Start enjoying your home again and get several Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Right now, you could save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm free pack for home hole protection. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, family room, kitchen, Anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code JERRY to save $200. That's G-E-R-R-Y. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code JERRY. Shipping is free. (laughs) That's probably what this sounds like. We don't have the sound other than the music. But uh, Joe Biden hosted the Prime Minister of uh, India. At uh, the White House, you may have heard they had a dinner and uh, Hunter and Merrick Garland were there with no shame. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, um, I think he called him the president. He always does that, calls prime ministers presidents and presidents prime ministers. I think he actually remembered this guy's name, unlike Winston Churchill, which is a tricky one. But uh, they make an appearance, they play the uh, Hail to the Chief and then they play the India National Anthem. And for the foreign national anthem, the president is not supposed to put his hand over his heart. That's no, that's against protocol. He does it by mistake. But when he realizes it, I'm going to describe it. It is just so funny. When he realizes it, he slowly (laughs) moves it, hoping no one will notice. God, this made me laugh. Go ahead, play it. Kinds of pulls it back down, to slide it down. To slide. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. It's like a kid, you know, by mistake, and he's like, "Oh, maybe no one will notice. This isn't our song." <laughs> oh boy, and there was trumpets. Uh, yeah, that's right. And yeah, I guess he put it back up with him when our anthem played, right? I had assumed so. And they still have the pride flag prominently above the American flag or did, Yeah, it's that, actually it's actually on top of the White House now. It's not just right. he's got know. we got a few more days. Uh you've got the new flag, which got like figure eights and squigglies in it and everything else. He's got that over uh at the White House. Uh there's no end to the pandering, but uh uh let's get to this Trump sound. Uh you you gotta help me out. Trump, Joe Biden is in, in, embroiled in the worst scandal in American political history. We know that it's unfolding. Even the New York Times and Washington Post are covering it. The all the conservative media all over it. The details are salacious to say the least. It's kind of beyond debate now. It's 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 beyond doubt. Just how corrupt he is. Just how he was able to afford all those mansions and all those watches and all those. Cars, uh, he was raking it in with both hands while he was vice president and while he is president. That's that's something that you should be screaming about, Donald Trump. You should be demanding they cover it, demanding they impeach. 
That's that's the move right here. Demand impeachment of Joe Biden. They've already filed articles of impeachment, which is what Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert are fighting over. It's a cat fight in the House floor because they both want to be credited with be the ones to file uh, the impeach the articles of impeachment. But instead, he's talking about why he belittles his opponents. This was yesterday. What's the relevance? Why why are you even talking about Chris Sununu, who's not even running, and Asa Hutchison, who he calls Ada? I want you to play this and then explain to me what's the point. What is the point? Go ahead. Many say don't punch down when talking about people like Chris Sununu or Sloppy Chris Christie or (laughs) Ada Hutchison. I call him Ada, not Asa, because of certain reasons or others, but sometimes it's necessary to talk badly about those that for no reason other than politics speak badly about you. Otherwise, the people that love you don't know whether or not they're for real. Are they saying the truth? They're not. So sometimes you have to punch down and you have to say what's happening. Otherwise, they won't understand. It's not fair to them. You have to put them in proper perspective, these bad people. You have to put them in their place. People like this are very destructive. And you have to tell the voters what it's all about. Otherwise, why should they be able to understand it? Thank you very much. Okay, what was the point? You have to put Ada Hutchinson in his place? I mean, don't you just ignore? And and he said this a hundred times now. His name is Asa. He calls him Ada. I call him Ada for reasons uh, I can't really explain. Am I missing something? What is an Ada? What what does it even mean? I don't get that one. I get like his other names, like Sloppy Chris Christie. Like it rolls off the tongue, and you just make well, fun. That's of fine. Him. And Christie will fire at him, so he'll he can't help himself. He'll fire back. And there's plenty of material. I'm looking forward. I hope they're both on the debate stage. Mm. Uh, Chris Sununu is not even running. I want He's to totally leave, rel- leave my guy Chris Sununu alone. He's doing great things in New Hampshire. Besides yeah. the besides the weed thing, you can lo- loosen, loosen up on that one. But other than that, he's doing great. He let you keep your guns. That's all you care about. I lost um, them all. My girl. But, uh, so Sununu hates Trump. Trump hates him. That's fine. But he's not even running. Asa Hutchinson's running, but nobody knows it. He's like at zero percent. I understand Trump's instinct is to punch back, fight back, and we all like and respect that. That's how he got where he is. And, and you know, there are real threats. There's, there's DeSantis, there's Biden, there's the deep state, there's the media. I would much rather have him focus on the corrupt media instead of Asa Hutchinson, who he calls Ada for reasons, uh, I got my reasons, I call him Ada. Is that supposed to be like a girl's name? What is that? Sometimes I just don't get it. And it seemed like the perfect day to come out guns blazing, talking about Biden and Hunter and the DOJ and the corrupt U.S. attorney and the media. That's perfect. Do that. Do it today, Donald. Do it all weekend. Do it every day. I think he gets much more. He's much more effective when he talks about the the people who who target him. You know, talk about the corrupt FBI, the DOJ, the Biden, the Merrick Garland, the media, the big tech. The fa- I mean, talk about those people who are the reason you're not in office. The ones that rigged everything, including, you know, Hillary and James Comey. I mean, talk about Comer and Comey. I mean, Comey and Clapper and Brennan. Go after them. Forget Asa. Ada. Asa. Forget Chris Sununu. <laughs> but... All right, we got much more to get to. You want to do the, uh, let's do Serena. I love this because here's how times have changed. The idea, we'll, we'll uh, uh, let, let's do this, then we'll come back and we'll get to the NHL too and, and the questions. Oh, I got to move here. I got to move. The idea, we talked about this yesterday, that bizarre hearing, uh, a Senate hearing with Riley Gaines and Kelly Robinson, Kerry Robinson, the head of the human rights campaign, the first queer black woman to head the human rights campaign saying that there's no evidence that men have an advantage over women in sports. And most of the senators are looking and just scratching their heads going, you can't be serious. That's what people, that's how people react. They say, you just can't, you know, you can't be real saying that. And Riley Gaines obviously put the woman in a body bag, which he said, Serena played the 203rd ranked player in the world, a man, and he toyed with her. He said he wasn't even trying, and he beat her a 6-1, and then he beat Venus as well. I mean, it's a joke. We know that. Every normal person knows that. And Democrats are forced to 
run with this notion, this idea that there's no evidence that men have an advantage over women. It's, it's up as down, black as white. No, they're just talking. They're trying to convince you the sky is purple. It's just a weird, bizarre phenomenon right now. But it wasn't always that way. I mean, a few years ago, we all agreed that a man would beat a woman in tennis or MMA or basketball or swimming or whatever. There's no, you know, men are much better golfers than women. We know that. And it's got very little to do with distance. I played with both PGA men, player and women, and men are much better chipping and putting and out of the sand and around the green. They just have better skills, physical skills. It's not just strength. It's everything. And we all know it. So she goes on with uh, David Letterman. And Letterman asks her about playing a man because she's strong and she's great. And it seems like if anybody could beat the men, it would be her. She says, that's ridiculous. She would have no shot and she has no interest in crossing over and playing men. Go ahead. Well, actually, it's funny because Andy Murray, he oh, he was been joking about um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 and five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes, because it's, no, no, it's they, true. It's honestly, true. It's a completely, really. it's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster and me and um, they, they get, they serve harder. They hit hard. It's just a different game. And I love to play women's tennis and I, I only want to play girls because I don't want to be embarrassed. I would not do the tour. I wouldn't do Billie Jean any justice. So Andy, stop it. Yeah. We're not going to, I'm not going to let you kill me. I'm, I'm with you when it comes to tennis. I only want to play girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the last time something funny was said on late night TV, but uh, that was 10 years ago, 10 years ago. And by the way, 15 years before that, she played the 203rd ranked player and lost 6-1. So she knows she's being honest. If she said that today, what would the reaction be? She's a homo. I'm a transphobe, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's a transphobe. <gasps> she's a, <gasps> it would be gasping going, you can't say that. Oh, with the times have changed, man. But the crowd would start booing her and calling her racist. <laughs> That's right. Mike Freeman would have a column yeah. in the USA Today calling her sexist or yeah. oh transphobic or whatever. She just said no. He'd he'd beat me six oh six oh. Murray's at the time was one of the top rated players in the world. He would smoke her, and she's the best player ever. And she said they're two different games, and I have no diff no interest in mixing it up with the men, good for her. But uh, maybe maybe the pendulum's swinging. Maybe times are changing. We'll get to the uh, NHL. New rule in the NHL. And uh, questions, comments, we'll get to those two if we have time. But first. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, I'm, uh, let's go. Okay, we got we to move him. We got to move Ironhead. Uh, this is from, uh, yeah, story includes a picture of Milan Lucic in his pride jersey with his big rainbow flag. It says, uh, this is big news, especially in Canada. It says NH, the NHL will not allow teams to wear cause-based jerseys next season. The league confirmed the league's board of governors agreed with Commissioner Gary Bettman's view that the refusals overshadowed teams' efforts in hosting pride nights that in some cases included auctioning off 
warm-up jerseys. All 32 teams held pride or hockey is for everyone night this year, but no more of that. It says teams will still celebrate pride and other themes, including military appreciation. Uh, They just will not force their players to wear pride jerseys or put the pride tape on their sticks. As we know, it was a big deal when Ivan Provorov, Flyers defenseman at the time refused, said it was his religious, uh, a religious ejection. Then brothers Eric and Mark Stahl refused. Well, it was unfair to the players, obviously. They put them in a tough spot. They put them in the crosshairs of the far left uh, sports media. They're not going to do it anymore. That's commendable. And it's like the first time in a while the pendulum has swung back toward common sense. So good for the NHL. Congratulations to the players. They will not be put in that tough spot again. All the leagues should do the same thing. And they'll still do military night. I don't care what anyone says. This is just a way to put that whole pride thing aside because it was stupid. And uh, I'm uh, I'm all in on the Texas Rangers. The only team, 30 major league teams, is it 30? One team refused to wear the ribbon. That is the Texas Rangers. Go Rangers. Uh, all right, let's get to, uh, do I have time? Oh, see, let's, let me get to a couple of these questions I had asked for them. I got to get to them. I got a minute here. I got a minute. Uh, Jerry, anyone you had to stop reading after broke them like Jonah Goldberg? Yes, Jonah Goldberg's the, I have a book right here by Jonah Goldberg. I should throw it away. Yes, there are a number of people that I had to stop reading. The Never Trumpers are just insane. They just hate them, hate, you know, the bulwark, uh, Pro- Lincoln Project crowd. I, I, they're just insane. Like Steve Schmidt, they've lost their minds. Can't do it, can't read them. Uh, who's the nicest, most real actor you've ever met? actor well uh i told you about darius rucker he's not he was an actor because he was in the movie with me and john dennis and he was such a great guy he was so nice to everybody so darius rucker but actor you know was really nice matt damon not to me but to my wife because we were in uh what's the movie called where they're connected Brothers. Um, uh oh god damn it i I do know the name of that one i got the poster on the wall in my office uh, stuck on you. Yes, yes. And we were we did we were there all day doing a scene with Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear, and my wife was there and I was there and uh, I didn't really try to talk to him, bother him, but she did and, and she he talked to her for like ten minutes and he could not have been nice. Just so, even though he's a crazy liberal, I I respect I like Matt Damon. I don't know. That's that's a good question. No. Uh, Lauren Boebert has been looking good these days. Lauren Boebert's a grandmother. She's 37 years old. <laughs> she has four sons and she's a Jerry, how about once a month you have a oral surgeon, you could call it dentist in Callahan. Oh, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the new Joe Castiglione commercial? I have not. I don't plan to. Uh, the worst play-by-play guy in America, but you know, he's been there 75 years. So let's celebrate. As long as you don't make waves, they will keep you around forever. I guess. Worst celebrity encounter. I think the top five would probably all be Jim Rice. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Rice blew me off. I swear to God, like three or four times, one spring training, Johnny Pesky tried to set me up. He wanted us to to be friends. He was friends with both of us. And I was going to do a story about it, you know, hanging with Jim Rice, who I used to hate. And he just would make me say, all right, see you tomorrow at one. And he just wouldn't show up. And I'd see him the next day. I'd say, oh, sorry, I forgot. We'll do it tomorrow too. And he wouldn't show up again. He just kept blowing me off. Just a nasty guy. Kept, uh, kept hitting but, you with the ninth green at nine trick. <laughs> yeah. And he just, uh, then one time he sat on the, on the tee on a long par three at a celebrity golf tournament, a charity golf tournament. And he hit the tee shot for everybody. And it was this long, like 240 yard par three that nobody could hit the green, but he could smoke it. He hit the ball for me, for my group to like three feet. And I hit the putt. Jim Rice and I teamed up for a birdie on a 240 yard par three. So maybe he's not so bad after all. He's just really difficult, but, uh, I should give that some thought. Maybe I'll get to that next week. The worst celebrity encounter. I like those kind of questions, but anyway, we got to go. Thanks for uh, everyone for listening, for watching. We'll be on rumble all weekend. Last weekend, Ironhead, we broke, we broke records. Our, uh, our show on rumble over the weekend with uh, Dave Rubin, 
huge numbers. Maybe we can uh, get up there again. We will see. But uh, that'll do it for this week. Um, anything else? Anything else? What am I missing? Nothing. Nothing. We can't get to on Monday. Newsmax app is free. Download the Newsmax app. You can watch Newsmax all day. You can get our show, all the other podcasts, mm-hmm. all the interviews. It's a great app. Really easy. You can walk around, watch it while you're uh, taking a walk or on the golf course if you have to. But uh, check it out. But that'll do it. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again Monday morning. God save the queen, man. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.